everybody. Welcome to Northeast Business Leadership. Uh, this is our first episode. I am guest interviewing Bob Paradise, who's the show's normal host. Bob, thanks so much for launching this show and including me in the launch. Hey, Miles, I really appreciate you taking your time to uh, guest host for me. This is amazing. Um, I'm so excited to get this launched and get get this moving. Um, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And uh, let's see what we can share with everybody else and see what they can share with us. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, you're starting a show focused on business and nonprofit leadership, specifically in the Northeast. I know you're a Northeast uh, guy through and through. So maybe just to start, you could share a little about yourself uh, and where you're coming from as the show's host. Yeah, so so um, for myself, it's been been a long journey for me for my leadership. Um, you know, I went from just being a follower um, for a long time, and then I started my own company. And for the first six or seven years of my company, I was still in somewhat of a follower mode. I really needed to learn how to be an entrepreneur and and change into my leadership role. And you know, through my journey, we were taught. I was thinking about it. If, if I worked for me in the early days of attain technology, I probably would have quit a month in because I couldn't work for myself. And uh, I realized that there was some, some leadership skills that I needed to develop. And, and what the great thing is, is that life is a huge opportunity and, I, and there's a huge resource for leadership skills. And I just wanna share what I learned with everybody else. And I know you talked about that journey of even though we often conflate entrepreneur to leader, it didn't happen for you just because you started your own business. You've had to really consciously think about becoming a leader. Um, maybe you could just share what really sparked that for you. Was it seeing others doing it? Was it a book? Was it, uh, you know, hit you while you were walking outside one day? Like, when did you really decide I'm going to be a leader versus an entrepreneur? Since you've really noticed, obviously, a clear difference. So, so really, the the, the shift for me was when I attended a conference. I attended a conference in 2015 and I saw some thought leadership speakers at that conference and it really stunned me. It, it said I needed to be doing things differently. And that was really the, the paradigm, the shift for me to accelerate me to who I am today. And it was, it was basically seeing others success and saying, I got to become a leader like they are. Oh, exactly. You know, listening to them speak and saying, you know, realizing that I had a, I had a journey ahead of me, and I had I had a destiny, and I'm working, still working on that destiny today. And and along the lines of that destiny, I'm so curious to answer this question. So, describe leadership done right in your own words. How do you describe leadership? I, I think that leadership is is a, a mass of a thousand things, right? But really, to down to the core. You, you get people to do things that they never thought was possible for themselves. And you get drive, you drive teams to do things they never thought possible, giving them a greater sense of accomplishment. And you do this through questions and, and, and leading them down the path and not, not like a dictatorship, you bring them along with you in the journey. And when you can get teams to do great things, it's amazing. I love how Stephen Covey says it when he talks about believing in people more than they believe in themselves, which is very in line with, I think, your approach. Um, 
So it does make me wonder, you've obviously worked for plenty of people, like you talked about being a follower. Are there any leadership stories uh, of people you've experienced that maybe inspire you and could inspire the audience of leadership that you've followed that's been great? You know, the, there are many leaders that I've worked with, but you know what really sets the bar is, to me, is the leaders that I don't want to be like, hmm. right? Those speak louder to me than the people I do like. Um, and the reason that being is because I want to be one of those leaders that people aspire to work for that, mm -hmm. that elevate me to my next level. And, you know, I've worked for some, some very difficult people in, in, in my time. And then I've also worked for great leaders that made it easy, right? Um, there's a guy named Gerald Simmer and he's an amazing guy. He's, uh, he works for one of the biggest construction companies in the U.S. And really, he was a delegate. And, he, and if, if he had something to say to me, he'd bring me in an office. We'd sit and we'd bullshit and we'd find an answer. And, and it was never, never felt like, like he was forcing me to do anything. And I, I think that's really like he brought me along from his leadership. And he allowed me to do things greater than I thought possible. Hmm. Very in line with, yeah, the definition that you think about today. Um, so I know right now it's a crazy time in the world and there's economic headwinds, you know, a ground war in Europe, there's storms, there's just a lot going on. Uh, and you as a sailor, obviously, is used to storms. Uh, what headwinds do you see for business leaders this next, you know, one to three years that you think should be on their radar as business leaders, if we kind of zoom in on that topic? Well, I, I definitely think the economy is something that we need to pay attention to, because if we pay attention to the economy now, we can lessen those effects over time. As well as, as I think the, we're, in a, we're in a generational shift, right? Nothing bad, it's happened a thousand times before. And if you, um, if talking about, happening a thousand times before when when we're at this precipice that we're at now we got to look at leaders like ray dalio right and one of his mantras is um this has all happened before we just got to go back in time look what was happening then and what works well so in the economy you know what starts to sell what sectors um do we want to start selling to now so we have a customer base that flourishing of the economy that we're going into or um what what actions do we need to take now to make sure that we can continue to grow and excel in a in a in a downturn economy and it also does uh make me i want to ask you a second question because think about dalio uh he's obviously capitalized on a lot of these what have been challenges for other people with this take an honest look at the facts look at what's happened before build a model what's the flip side of these challenges like whether economic like what's the opportunity that you see for leaders who do step up what can the past teach us about getting through a difficult time well you know if you really think about it a recession or economy downturn is a huge opportunity right it's um it's a situation where everybody takes their foot off the gas everybody starts cutting back everybody Marketing budgets get get terminated. They let go of all of their salespeople, um, and and really 
they cut down. So the noise, the competition out there gets to be amazingly less. And that's when we should put it on a full court press because when we start putting out information in, in an economy like that, our voices are so much louder and we're able to gain so much more market share. We could actually steal market share from everybody else that just cut their foot off the gas. It's interesting when you read about the billionaires like Warren Buffett or Tillman Fertitta, a lot of them talk about making their fortunes during the downturns. And that's also true on Main Street with things like marketing, like you said. Because right now you live in a world where everyone's spending. When everyone stops, uh, it's probably like 1980s level competition uh, compared to maybe what it was. So uh, it does lead me to my next question. You are obviously a big reader. You already mentioned Ray Dalio. Uh, if you had a listener of this show, say a new leader or even an experienced one, and you could only recommend a book or two to them on this topic uh, going into next year, it could be a one that was published recently or more of a classic, but what would be a book that you'd recommend to another leader? Oh, I got so many. It's so hard. Um, I'll just list a few if you don't mind. Um, so the one that's on the top of my list is, is gave me a recent paradigm shift in my leadership um, was Jocko Willink, Extreme Ownership, right? Mm -hmm. um, really, uh, that book has, has a profound effect, and it really talks about how, as a leader, I own everything. And when I blame somebody else, I'm releasing control of that so I can no longer affect it. Um, a change in that situation. Yeah, it, you know, and when I talk about extreme ownership, I'm not saying that that I take the blame for everybody else, but it's my decision. I can affect change. I can shift people around. I could I could uh, remove the obstacles for people. And, and it's my responsibility. But the second I start blaming somebody, I no longer have that control. You know, the next book I will, probably would recommend is uh, Dan Sullivan, Who Not How, right? that's another shift that I'm going through at this moment because I don't need to figure out how I just need to figure out who will figure out how or who can do the how and get that done. It doesn't always have to be me, you know, and I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, anything, Tony Robbins. He's an amazing leader. Um, Patrick Lencioni, ideal team player, right? People smart, humble, um, really good qualities of building a good team. And always another good choice is Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Like, they're all profound books, and, and they all come to me at times that I really need them. Yeah, I, I, there's, there's so many good uh, nuggets you just pressed on there, but I, I totally agree. And, uh, and Tony Robbins especially has been uh, very helpful to me just learning the mindset of entrepreneurship and how people work, because obviously management or leadership are really about people. Um, so as we kind of wrap up here, I wanted to ask, if anyone's interested in coming on the show, wants more information, wants to know even about Attain and how you help with technology leadership, uh, is LinkedIn an okay way to reach you? Or how do you normally take those requests? Uh, LinkedIn is a great way to, to um, reach me. Um, I'm always checking my LinkedIn account, I'm trying to um, interact with as many people on LinkedIn as possible. And uh, it's Bob Paradise, or Robert Paradise, sorry, at a, and, and my company is Attain Technology and we're Providence, Rhode Island, and that should give you what you need to uh, reach out and connect. And, and you know, if, even if you wanted me to send you the book list, just reach out and I'll send it over to you. Awesome. Well, Bob, thank you again for the time today and look forward to seeing the show get launched. All right. Thank you, Miles. And I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to host the show for me today and have an amazing day.